As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three, two, one, zero. Hello. Welcome to episode 229, Unexpected Expenses. Hey Money Clan, a warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, now that we've finally gotten settled in the house, there's a lot of stuff that just sort of creeps up and it's like, oh, by the way, you need this. Like everything. Yeah, like everything. Moving from a very small apartment to a bigger house. Yeah. When we were moving our stuff in, I thought to myself like, wow, how did we fit so much stuff into our little apartment? And here I have been the whole time thinking like, oh, we never buy anything. We're pretty modest. And, you know, I don't want to go as far as say minimalist, but, you know, I thought that we filled the house pretty well without buying anything from the get-go. And then we started doing things and I realized we actually didn't have anything. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy when you look back to see how much stuff we've had to buy just out of pure necessity. But we'll get all into that during this episode and some things you can really do to try and minimize that expense. So before we dive out into today's show, if you guys haven't already, hit us up on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. We'd love if you joined and let us know what you're doing with your money. All right, Kate, you ready to dive out in? Yes. Fantastic. Let's do it. All right, Kate. So diving right in and chatting about some of the expenses that we've had to incur. So I know we spoke a little bit earlier about how we moved from an apartment to a house. And just to sort of give some context, our apartment was, I think, 660 square feet. Mm -hmm. And our home, which we've moved into, is about 1,600 square feet. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've almost tripled the amount of livable space we have. Plus now we have a yard as well, which we never had before. Oh, and those stories that will get to come with the yard. Yeah, like that'll be a whole episode by itself. But chatting about, you know, some of the stuff we've had to do and, you know, 
acquire as such in a very short period of time, I have to say it almost feels like we're bleeding cash. Yeah, that is a kind way to put it because I would say more hemorrhaging. (laughs) And yeah, it is thankfully cash because you and I are savers by nature. So we negotiated a really great rate on the home. Um, We didn't pay any closing costs, which apparently is very rare to be able to do. And so we still had cash left over after we bought the home. Yeah. And And everything was said and done. And thank goodness. Right. And Kate, like, I think that the reason we had quite a bit of money left over is we also ran the numbers on what would be better for us long term. And we had money to put some sizable amount of chunk of change down. But, you know, after sort of running a bit of a analysis and really factoring in whether our strategy long term would look more towards let's pay down the house faster versus let's start accumulating cash and investing that money. We decided on the investing strategy. Reason being is that historically you will earn a higher return in the market than you will in real estate. And as a result, over a long period of time, we factored that we would be significantly better off investing in the stock market, even assuming a modest return of like 6%. And with the current status with the market. Yeah, and the current status (laughs) of the market at being in like almost turmoil with the whole coronavirus and everything else going on. Yeah, going back towards the house. So we had some money left over. So thankfully, all the stuff we've bought has been cash. But, you know, there is also obviously the long-term implications of that of saying, oh, well, that money could have gone to, you know, stocks or bonds or whatever it is. And that Mm -hmm. money could have worked for you a bit more. Mm -hmm. So it's really trying to weigh up what is a necessity versus what is something that you're maybe spending too much money on. Right. So when I think of what we have spent the most money on, has not been like the fun things that you want to buy, spend money on, that you want to buy. You want to go and buy new furniture. You want to go and buy a new dining room table. You want to go and buy like the really nice pans for your new kitchen. Yeah. I 100% get it. We have not bought any of that stuff. Right. When I think of the what we have spent the most money on, it would have to be tools. Yeah. It's actually been crazy how much money we spent on tools and you know, like for good reason, you know, the thing is we've kind of thought about it and realistically long-term, if we have to call someone out every single time something goes wrong, you're in for like what, $150, like minimum. Probably roughly. And you know, like- For them to not do anything. Right. And that's more just to assess what's wrong, right? That's for them to just show up and like say, oh, you have a broken pipe. It's going to cost you $1,000 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. By the way, on that, we got a home warranty, which we'll chat about as well in another episode. But honestly, it's money well spent. We got it when we bought the homes because we needed some extra funds to be spent for our closing costs. So that was a very fortunate thing that we got that has helped us a bit because we've used it quite a lot moving into an older home. <laughs> we've used the home warranty like Four times in a month. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, it has, has been quite good use out of it. But realistically speaking, we spend a lot of money on tools, like you said. And one of the main reasons for that is we've been trying to learn to do stuff ourselves. So when it comes to tasks like hanging a TV, yes, you can pay 
a hundred dollars and gets you know someone to come out and hang the TV for you, mm-hmm. which a lot of people do do. Or you can learn to hang the TV yourself and maybe invest in the stud finder and the drill and all the tools that you need to hang a TV and that learning curve. And yes, granted, it may take you a little bit longer the first couple times you do it because you don't know what you're doing and you're learning. But the more seasoned you get, you start doing things much quicker and it works out much cheaper long term. Right. So we had, and even in our apartment, we had, you know, the bare basics for tools. We had a drill, like just a run of the mill Black & Decker drill. I don't want this to sound super feminine or anything, but I had like a girly toolbox. It was pink and all the tools and it had like pink handles and everything, but it has your necessities like a hammer and needle nose pliers and everything. So we had like very bare basics. Works but then, really well, by the way. <laughs> it does work really well. <laughs> but when you start getting into needing to cut wood to replace your mailbox post, you know, then you need to go buy a table saw and then You know, the hammer that you have, it's, I don't know. It's not, yeah, substantial enough to get the job done. So you need a more heavy duty hammer to get through, you know, thicker pieces of wood. And yeah, like long story short, we've needed to buy a lot of tools, but we kind of see that as a longer term investment that we're going to be saving money. Mm -hmm. Even though the cost up front may be a little bit higher, you know, the things with stuff like that is that it lasts forever. Right. You know, once you have the, the toolbox and everything that goes with it, it lasts forever and you're going to use it again and again and again. And, you know, we're not advocating going out and just buying power tools and spending thousands of dollars just for the sake of spending thousands of dollars and having it, then you never use it. But if you can see a long-term use for a tool, absolutely, you should definitely be considering buying it because, you know, it's going to help you long-term. And Kate, you know the things as well, being able to touch stuff up, and just make it look a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel so much better about yourself. Like we noticed that some of the walls were damaged a little bit. You know, you kind of patch it up a little bit and you paint it. And before you know it, it looks brand new. Right. Well, and then I also want to talk about, we have bought a lot of things, but we have also not bought even more. That's true. So we'll stay on our tool conversation. If I could tell you how many times we have stood in the power tool section of Home Depot... And just looked at everything. And at least for myself, I don't know what the difference between a reciprocating saw and a miter saw is. Broad. And they're both expensive. Yeah. And there are all these different brands. And you really have to do your research because I don't know the difference between a DeWalt drill and a Ryobi drill. Right. These are all like new things that we're having to figure out. And asking the people there and doing the research online and just still kind of following our 72-hour rule. Loosely. <laughs> well, to a point. To a point. Because there have been a few times where we did go and buy a table saw. And then naturally, the piece of wood we needed to cut was too big for the table saw. Yeah. Remember this? Yep. So and you got to figure it out. We met this really great guy at Home Depot. The older gentleman at Home Depot, I think they are like little angels from God. Yeah. And Tony was his name. And Tony told us to just be careful and flip it so we didn't have to buy a circular saw. Yeah, so real quick, while we're just on Tony, let's just take a quick moment to say a very big thanks to our sponsor. So, Dan, in this new world that we're living in with 
COVID-19 and social distancing, it's really a fine line of having to struggle between staying safe and healthy, but then still maintaining your life. And one of my facets is having to get my regular routine mailing and things done like that. Yeah, Kate. And that's where stamps.com comes in for us. And, you know, they can help so many other businesses as well. You know, anything you need to do when you need to go into a post office, you can now do online with stamps.com. And in fact, you can actually save up to 40% of the shipping costs that you would pay at the post office at stamps.com. And the best part is it's all right from your computer. So it makes it super easy and convenient. So now you don't even have to worry about being affected by coronavirus or getting sick or, you know, touching any kind of surfaces that are unclean to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And Kate, right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitments. Simply go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in chain of wealth, one word. That's stamps.com, enter chain of wealth. I think right now especially is the best time to be trying stuff that you can do from home. Absolutely. Stay safe, my friends. So what else did Tony help us with? He was all over the store because wherever I turned, he was there. And Tony has no idea that we have a podcast or anything. But Tony helped me pick out, uh, we have wood flooring upstairs and we're not getting it sanded down and revarnished or whatever you do with a wood floor because that is just like too much right now. Right. But there's for like the time being like good floor cleaner that you can use for a wood floor because also I learned this kind of the hard way. You don't clean a wood floor with water. And then he helped us find the pads to put under chairs so it doesn't scratch the wood floor. And, you know. There's like a whole science to having a wood floor. Oh, yeah. They look nice, but I secretly am in the inside kind of wondering if it's worth it. But that's a whole nother story. It's very labor intensive. Yeah. So just to give a little bit more context as well. So Kate and I are really living by ourselves up in the Washington, D.C. area. So what I mean by that is Kate's family is in Florida and my family is in South Africa. So we kind of are by ourselves in the D.C. area and we don't really have any family in the immediate vicinity. So really trying to, you know, figure stuff out. We're literally on our own. Um, so like often you'd be able to chat to your parents and stuff like that. And it's a little bit difficult for us um, just because of like time zones and hours that people work and stuff like that. So, you know, very often it's a case of we're just figuring stuff out and kind of, you know, asking the guy in the store and being like, well, what would you do? Because you have more experience than we do. And making friends with those people, because when you are a new homeowner, you are there all the time. So eventually they will recognize you and you can come to trust what they say. And it is helpful to have somebody say, you're going to actually want to hire somebody for that. It's not worth your time and frustration. Or, you know, it's not that hard. This is how I recommend you do it. Right. And you can take pictures and then you can show and really establishing those relationships with people who can help you later on. Yeah, 100%. So, Kate, like, I would have to say, like, you know, having moved into 
a home and realizing all the things that can go wrong, you know, like what is some advice that you would give to people that are moving into their first home or thinking about buying a house? Oh boy, where to begin? Definitely, definitely get a home warranty. Like 100%. There have been so many times where I have just felt panic because you and I grew up very differently. When something would break at your house, it'd be like, okay, well, we're going to fix it. And when something would break at my house, oftentimes it was a very stressful factor. And so I immediately like, oh my goodness, the pipe is leaking through the ceiling, stressed out. Oh my goodness, the uh, HVAC is leaking carbon monoxide. That's a stress out factor for me. And knowing that it's not going to necessarily be the thousands of dollars that I picture in my head because the home warranty will help cover that. That is my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is if you are in an apartment right now and you're about to buy a house, enjoy it. Because as much as I love the new house, there have been more than one time where I have sat down and thought, man, remember those Saturdays where we like had nothing really to do? So we would just make up stuff to do. Like that was so nice. But also to take time and try to enjoy the beginning of moving and that exciting time. Because I think sometimes when we were moving in February, I was missing some of that part because I was overwhelmed. Yeah, Kate. And I think as well, you know, like you and I have the kind of personalities that we like to get stuff done quickly. So when it comes to like moving in, um, we like to like move in and be done with it, you know? Right. And moving into a house, it was very different from moving from apartment to apartments, you know, Mm -hmm. in that there's going to be stuff that will go wrong. Things are not going to be the way you expect. And really there is no landlord to call because you are the landlord. (laughs) You are And you have to answer to everything that goes wrong. And like you mentioned, we've had a lot of stuff go wrong. Well, not necessarily go wrong, but at least we got checked out. Like we had the electric guy here. We had the HVAC guy here. We had the furnace guy here because the AC and the furnace were like two separate things. And the home warranty wanted both people to come. We had, who else? We've had the, the chimney here. sweeper. We've had the chimney sweeper here. We've, we've had the had, plumber here a few times. Yeah, we have had him here a the few times. The yard guy. The yard guy. We also had the power company here. It's been a constant barrage of people in and out. And, you know, like I suppose just being prepared and realizing that your budget is going to be a bit more pushed. It's not just the closing costs you have to worry about. It's that initial settling in. And it's funny, I went for a couple of drinks with my buddy before we moved in here. And he said to me, yeah, like you can spend like 30 grand just on the house once you've moved in. And I kind of looked at him, I'm like, $30,000? Are you crazy? Are you nuts? Are you out of your mind? Like, he's like, yeah, like furnishing, like fixing stuff up. That's easy to spend that. And now like noticing how much stuff can cost. And if stuff does go wrong, you know, there is such a fee for it. I'm on the same page as him, that it is hellishly expensive to move and to own a house. And, you know, like you don't have to do everything at once and you should kind of pick and choose your battles. 100%. I I agree with you. You and I both like to move in, have it painted, have it looking like we've lived here for five years in like two days and kind of having to remind ourselves that it's not humanly possible when you work full time and you don't take any time off and you really don't have people around to help you and the house does need not even work just a little bit of love in your own taste 
it does take time and that's fine. I would move into an apartment and I would have the whole apartment unpacked and moved in and settled in like a day and a half. And when we were coming up to like two weeks here and I still had boxes like everywhere, I just struggled to grasp reality. Yeah, so if you are currently moving or buying your home, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can hit us up on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth or on Twitter, also at Chain of Wealth. And we'd love to even hear from you on email. It's info at chainofwealth.com. We've loved hanging out with you guys this episode. And if you have any tips as well, we're, <laughs> we'll take them. We are all ears. So <laughs> definitely hit us up and let us know what are some of the things that you enjoyed about buying your home and some things to maybe watch out for. We'll catch you guys next time on another episode of Chain of Wealth. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.